expect? What do you think you do? Why you look so sad? Why? It's a not so bad. It's a nicer place. I shut up your face. I like Rachel, but the band wasn't quite ready. No, then. they've got my slow twitch muscle as well. You see, it's all in sync. <laughs> oh they're, my they're goodness! True to my meaning. It's contagious. No, they're just being true to the image. Oh, oh right. That's it. It's being genuine. That's what this show is. Genuine. Genuine and sloth-like. No, just slow. How was the fishing? I didn't fish. I went over ah. to Yorks. No, I, oh, sorry, you wanted some King fish, George Whiting. Yes. Yeah, that's. Did I promise them to or not? Well, I've made you promise them. Yeah, I think you did. No, I didn't even put a line in the uh, water route. Would have been and, lovely uh, out there. I had though, a few people it? wanting a, a feed of crabs as well, but I didn't Ooh. do that either. But it would have uh, been well, nice. Look, it, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't too bad over yeah, there. Lovely weekend. I did a lot of uh, gardening and mowing lawns and things like that. What possessed you? Well, I had to do it, otherwise... Well, I have someone that normally does it, like during the footy season, but then oh, I've, got, I've got to pay for it. Oh, <laughs> no, really? I, I did Brody s- does it for free, I'm told. Well, he, do- well, he does. He's yeah, a good, good man. man. I don't want him doing that. But oh. now that he's retired... Plenty more time to do it. Oh, I did that, suggest just, that Just to leave him. a couple of beers on the fridge for him. Well, after working the land for 70 years. Eh? Good on him. Eh? Um, good show yeah. coming up, Roach. Let's jump into it. Uh, guests at 3.30. Marat mm. Sundarasan will join us to review Australia's... Oh, test victory over New Zealand. <laughs> there was a chance, Roach, that we'd only be doing an hour's uh, show today, but that was never going to happen. When's the last mm. time we saw a five-day test? I'll have to look that up, actually. But 172-run win by the Aussies, mm. but a lot of questions oh, really? about the lineup and players' form and their oh, oh, lack of runs. You've got your selector's of... hat on. <laughs> so winning's no. not good enough for you. Kim, that's not going to go on forever, is it? Taking those, relying on one chapter to do 174, not well, out. They'll be doing reasonably well with it. Someone stands up. But Nathan uh, Lyon, highest score in the second dig. I know. How good was Cam Green? And uh, Marnus Labuschagne. Uh, we've got the good, the bad and the ugly coming yes, up at he's four. he's got a feature. Is he? Not his numbers. They're not good reading. Would you drop him? Kim, how long do you survive when you've got numbers like he has in his past... What is it? Five, six tests. They're terrible. You, you obviously, I know you're a busy man on the weekend. You obviously didn't hear from the test captain. I heard what he said, but you know what? I expect him to be defensive, but mm. this is where you need then selectors to be realistic. So we'll see how they behave. Realistic. Realistic. Well, I Kim, if you had, were... if you had those numbers, you'd be actually saying, I've got to go. No, no, I'd be hanging on for dear life. I'd be saying to the selectors, believe it, trust me, one more. One How more, many one more. times, Kim? One more, you can turn it all Is this around. the true meaning of it's harder to get out of the team than in it with the Australian Well, I think side? it's a different world now, and I think where the selectors used to pull the trigger far too quickly. Perhaps. Uh, there's been perhaps. periods. Uh, anyway, yeah, good, bad and the ugly coming up. All right, you can be involved in that too. Jump on mm. the text line, which is courtesy of Montine Hyundai. Yes. Now, Roach, they're down at where? 999 Port Road, Cheltenham. Yeah, beautiful dealership down there. Uh, our text line, 0427 154 All thanks to Montine Hyundai. I think few people will have uh, big opinions on some of the activities that happen on the weekend, Roach. We'll get oh, to that one shortly. One in particular. I know. At I, fourth... I can imagine every Port Adelaide fan is already sending in a text. Because this is the test, isn't it? This, <laughs> this is the test. Some of those Port fans, they might have him for life, Jimmy Webster. <laughs> uh, at 4.30, Roach will be joined by Scotty Burns, one of our favourite mm. chats. I know we say that about most. And we apologise again for not having him on Thursday. 
but he had his phone upside down and on silent, so he didn't see us ringing. Uh, Wednesday, Rooch. Wednesday, we sorry. We had Thursday I'm... and Friday off. Was it that long ago? Yeah, just really? On, just on that. I didn't realise. <laughs> We're off this Friday as well. And Monday. <laughs> it's like winning Powerball. Um, no, that's because the second test gets underway. And the Adelaide Cup. Yeah. Uh, all right, Scotty Burns at 4.30. If you've got any text, send them through and we'll pose the questions to him. Mm. All right, we've got a lot to get through, oh, Rooch. So let's just jump into it. at the top of the table. I, I'd suggest that Riley Thilthorpe, that was not ideal after such a great summer. No, no, everything was pointing to him having a great start to the year. Well, he's going to miss at least a month. We do not know how long he will be on the sidelines until the surgeon goes in there with the arthroscope and has a look to see just what he is cleaning up. Well, now, I think it's now, only a slight tear. Oh, here we go. With a meniscus. You know, it's a cartilage. <laughs> if they need go in and have a trim, you'll be right round one, lad. <laughs> no, I said not, that to Benny. It's not those days I know. Anymore, I said Kim. that to Benny and he said, yeah, and then his career, you go? His career will end six years earlier than it should have. No, no, we did things different in the yes, old days. But never. I did play a week after a cartilage trim. Ten days or Didn't Scotty Lysett come back a bit too quickly last year yeah. because of necessity? No, you've got to look after them. Common yeah. sense will prevail. Exactly. He's a reasonable talent as well. Mm. All right, we'll ask Scotty Burns about him as well. Let's take a look at some of the results from the uh, weekend, Rooch. If I can lead you into these. Oh, yes. Okay, then, because you know, I'm more organised than you normally. Right. Uh, the Cats last Friday, uh, they took on Essendon. Better performance by the Bombers, 71 to 83. Cats got up by 12 points. We'll be doing our top eight on Wednesday. Right, Editorial comment? Yep. Uh, neither side will be in the eight on, on what I saw in this game. Oh, I know you shouldn't good. do anything on pre-season games. No. But what I watched, what I saw, what I concluded. Mm-hmm. Thought, mm. Well, you need a bit more research. I know. You know but what, what strength were they at? Who was I out? I get that. But I just... No, who's their up-and-comers? And I didn't have... Anything emerged from that game that said to me, you must reconsider Geelong and Essendon this for the eight. This is one of the rare occasions, Roach, where I hope you're right. Okay. I've got two slabs on um, one yeah, with Liam Pickering and one was, was it, uh, was it Peter from Canberra track. or someone? Lost no, Benny track. better have written Lost that down. Track. Right. Or someone from Melbourne. Someone from Melbourne. I can't and remember. a bit of Lear rising in this game as well. Again, slight angle, straight in front. Let's do the sideway kick and miss everything, eh? Well, was that Lear rising now? Oh, that's, well, what is it then? It's just kicking the ball in a different, more <laughs> modern fashion yeah. route. Right. Like uh, Port Taylor. Adelaide and the Dockers. Well, we don't have the Dockers in the top eight. We don't want to give everything no. away. Well, I'm presuming you don't. No. So Port Adelaide by 39 mm. points and they parked Zach Butters. Yeah, like fair dinkum. You have to, don't you? No, nah, we would have been right. No, it's no, safety's the best option. I know. If he was at a nightclub and he did that, he would have kept dancing all the way through, little Zachy. Really? Oh, it was a fairly innocuous role, well, wasn't why, it? Why take the risk? Run it out. Just Rub it with a brick, son. Gosh, gosh, you are really, <laughs> really going back to the bow and arrow days, as Neil Craig called them, aren't you? Oh, I can't wait till we get a concussion, though, dear. No, you've got to, you've got to look after them. Yes, yes. Uh, Adelaide Crows uh, down mm. at Richmond Oval. It looked pretty good deck down there. Yes. Well, there's not a lot of expectations about no. the Eagles, but a 67-point victory. Looking forward to talking to Scott Burns. There were some yeah. really good signs for Adelaide. And for West Coast, it's just more confirmation of a long year. And I saw the Sunday Times, the Perth Sunday newspaper. Their back page said, it's just the pre-season. 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 Just the pre-season. Just... So Let me give you the tip, boys, in the West. It's like Kim said. You're going to fall off the scale of relevance this year, both teams. Well, I don't say that like as in a headline, Rich, no, but, but uh, they are the, yeah. the, this is the least relevant I've seen both 
there's probably statistics to say there's been other periods when the two clubs have been in the competition, mm. but I can't remember them no. being less relevant no. than what yep. they are at the moment. Um, Adelaide were really good, 67 points. Yep. We'll get into that a little bit later. Matty Crouch, gee, I copped it for two years. Two years I copped it, Rich, standing up for that lad. 17 touches in the first half. He's looking good. Saligo, he was sublime in the second half. Mm. His ball well, touch was brilliant. Sam Barry was really good. The more time they have invested in these young players, the mm. more they'll get out of them. The plan has been very strategic, very well honoured by Adelaide. And now we wait for the fruit. Yeah. What do they do, though, with Phil Thorpe out? Do they use some of their smalls or they go with tools or it depends on the opposition? We'll ask Scotty about mm, that. Good question. Hawthorne could be in for a long year. They've had a tough summer, probably tougher than most. Oh, we'll the do an injuries. Injury. They've yeah. copped. Rich, we'll do, and you've got some homework to do because the AFL hasn't sent out an official list yet, I don't okay. think. But uh, over the next couple of days, we want to see who's been impacted by injuries the most. I'd suggest Hawks Hawthorne. Have. Yeah. yeah. Defence wise, uh, in particular. We can't give it all away. Yeah. We have both been enamoured with the way the Western Bulldogs go about it. They've underachieved the last couple of years. Didn't mm. make the eight. Yes. 57-point victory over the Hawks. I am very tempted to put them in the top eight, the Western Bulldogs. Very tempted. Do you much. have a question mark like we do of Adelaide with their defence? No. Okay. No, no, okay it's just that. a good talking point for right everyone on. at the moment. Okay. No, no, they'll be all right. Oh, now this game. Wow. Right, that brings this us to the... This game. Hmm. Well, this had a few things. Uh, St Kilda got up 84 points to 65, 19-point margin over North Melbourne. Yes. Clarko's had to do an apology after quarter time, after Jimmy Webster knocked out Jai Simpkins. Now, we'll get to that shortly. Just take us through the apology. What did he say, Roach? I'm not saying that on air. Well, just paraphrase Well, it he, to... he has made some remarks, to, which has now led to Mark Robinson mm. doing a column saying that the AFL must, must issue a heavy penalty against Alistair Clarkson. Otherwise, they are condoning homophobic words on the football pitch. Yeah, and I would not suggest for a second that Alistair Clarkson is homophobic. It was a poor choice of words. He was worked up because Jai Simpkins has been knocked out three times in the last yep. 12 months. It was a crude hit. We'll get to that oh. shortly. So he, what did he, what could we say? He's basically turned around and yelled at Jimmy Webster and Dougal Howard and said, you bloody... Uh, what will we no, say? No, 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 just, just let it ride. Just let it ride. People can work out. It's just inappropriate well, language. No, just take it. It was inappropriate language. Rooster gobblers. Oh, kid. Does that help? No. Okay. So, and of all the weekends to do it, when we're celebrating the gay Mardi Gras and all that, Rooch. So, okay. anyway, he's come out with an apology. We're going to try and get that audio yeah. for you. All right, yeah. we need to jump into a break, Rooch. It's 3.13. We're really, really, really late. When we come back, Jimmy Webster if Sam Pepper got four games, what does Jimmy get? We urge people to get on the AFL website, have a look at it. If you haven't seen it, then give us your thoughts. This is Kimba and the Roach. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach. 318, Kim on the Roots with you, live from Studio Lumo SA, here at number one King William Street in the city. Energy from an Australian-owned company, that's Lumo SA. 28.8 degrees. We've had some beautiful weather, Roach. Just quickly, in regards to the two slabs I have, one with Liam Pickering about the cats not making the top eight. The other one, sorry, Henry, I knew it was someone in Melbourne. Henry from Melbourne, who's been a good regular for years now, said, afternoon, Kimbo, your slab uh, uh, beer bet is with me and Geelong. Good luck, mate. Uh, it'll be a bit of fun. Let's uh, find out who's right. Remember what you're gambling with. We're gambling with beer. Roach, <laughs> beer. 
I'll tell yes. you what. I'll tell you who did have a gamble on the weekend was Jimmy Webster to oh. leave the ground, to be <laughs> airborne with a hip and shoulder and to be a fraction late and then make contact with someone's head. Yeah. He's in a world of pain. And Jai Simpkin, the captain of the Roos. And look, for the young lad, let's hope mm. now that we live in this different world, it's his third concussion in 12 no. months. Well, this is the easiest one that Michael Christian could walk into as the AFL <laughs> match review officer because all he does is he goes, box, tick, box, tick, box, ticks, more than three games straight to tribunal, off it goes. Now, the tribunal is in the interesting position here, Kim. It cannot be anything less and it can't even be equal to Sam Palpepper because this one's got elements in it that are even more concerning. Mm. It's late. It's off the ground. It is far far more deliberate than anything you saw with Sam Powell Pepper. Now, here's the piece of string, Kim. You're sitting on the tribunal. You've heard all the evidence, although for my money, Jimmy Webster's just go, best going in there. So I've got it wrong. I know what the state of the play is well, here. Sam Powell Pepper did that. I know. Didn't I've got, yeah. got no defence here. And what's the point of giving a defence? I'll take what you give me. Now, what's he going to get? Well, what do you think? Because when be we any, come back, when we not come be back, any less than six. When we come back from the break, we'll hear from can all the not be less we'll hear than from six. all the experts. We'll have a listen to the incident, the way it was called. We'll hear from David King, who was mm. saying ten games. Yeah, but he says ten, 10 for every hit no, to the head because I, I, he's got a strong agenda about the AFL finally putting some absolute beef to the campaign yep. against protecting the head. I know where David King's been on this one for more than two years, but realistically, it cannot be less than six. We said uh, with Sam Powell Pepper there'd be a line in the stand. That's it. And this is a new start. There's, there's no um, retrospective looks at what's happened in the no. past. That's all gone no. now. I, I think we go to a new level now. Yep. If they're fair dinkum, I think it's probably eight because Ooh. it's just an action that can't yep. happen anymore. Exactly. But I would be happy with six. Mm. But it's just something you cannot do no. anymore. Absolutely. So we'll hear from all the experts on the other side of the break and you can have your say as well. What should Jimmy Webster get? Are we being too hard? Do you like ten? Is five ten. fair enough? Mm. Uh, have no, your five say. short. Get on the text. Zero four two seven one five four one double six. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Oh, lost the next bit of the song there, Rooch. But we are back. It's uh, 3.26, nearly 3.27. Oh, they come down. Get them off. Get off stage. Uh, we're live from Studio Lumo SA, powered by Lumo Energy SA. A few texts coming through, Rooch, in regards to Jimmy Webster. I like this one. Did he text Jai Simpkin after the match? Apparently that's important and helps. Well, it's decent. It's decent. It is decent. It won't get uh, the suspension reduced. No. Let's have a listen to what Kano and Bucks had to say this morning on the hit. If the goey is three, but it should have been four, you can't in the space of, and the, the incidents are very similar, you can't in the space of less than 12 months double a penalty for an action like that. It's going to be more than been. doubled. I thought Power Peppers was two, maybe three. When it came down as four, I thought, okay, well then that's we're on here. And Jimmy Webster was aware of that. All AFL players were aware of what the way that came down. I was really surprised to see a player do what Jimmy Webster did, and I, I see that as at least twice as bad. I think Kane's got to be aware that whatever happened in 2023 yeah, or 1973 is irrelevant now. Totally. Yeah, there's no Sam precedence Pal anymore. Line, that's there's, yeah, there's no precedence anymore. The AFL has said that. There's yep. no retrospective nope. references, so you can't go back whether it's 12 months or nope. 10 years, as you said, nope. Roots. So None. sorry, Kano, you're probably aware of that now. 
Um, and that's why I think it'll be six, Roach. Yeah, I'm sensing six, and oh, it can't be any less than six. And we're on a roll lately, too. Mm. Um, yeah, interesting. A lot of text coming through. Webster will get eight because he plays for a Victorian team. If he played interstate, he would get ten. <laughs> Ooh, different view. That's okay. from Chopsy. Hello, Chopsy. Oh, here's a long one from uh, Lockie. Uh, Arvo Boys. Uh, surely this is intentional and not careless, mm-hmm. I agree. Webster had no other intention than to bump and left the ground with no play on the ball at all. Mm. It was high contact and severe impact concussion. A player with a deliberate action should be as high as it is now. Gets not a hit to the groin or a broken jaw. And the people saying, why even do this? It's just pre-season. Are they condoning that? Uh, it would be okay in the regular season. The fact, gee, this is long. The yes. fact that it's pre-season should not come into it. Imagine trying to sell to a parent to let your kids play footy, seeing what happened, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Angus Brayshaw has been through it. Minimum eight weeks should be ten. Eight. I won't be surprised if it's eight, Roach. No, not will Being I. a softie six is sitting the at six. Six yeah. is the minimum. All right, you can have your say. This is Kimba on the Roach. On the other side of the break, Roach, we're going to talk cricket with Brat Sundarasan. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Nearly 3.34 on a beautiful Monday afternoon. Hope you're having a winning day. 26, no, 27.6 degrees outside. It is a lovely day. Just a reminder, Scotty Burns from the Adelaide Crows, Senior Assistant Coach, will be joining us at 4.30. A lot of traction, a lot of text coming through regarding that head-high tackle with Jimmy Webster on Jai Simpkin. It's a tackle, it's a bump. Oh, bump, sorry. This one's from Rene. Uh, makes a lot of sense, Rene. Good afternoon to you. Uh, Rene says, good afternoon. That head-high hit was deliberate and mm. from the 80s. Seeing Simpkins' head snap back was sickening. He needs to get eight-plus weeks and be made an example of. The more I think about it, Roach, with Sam Pepper, I was hoping it would be three, but my gut told me it would be four. Yep, that was the vibe we were getting out of AFL House. Yep, they were setting a new agenda. I'm feeling at the moment that it, I'd like it to be six, but that's maybe living in the past. I'm getting mm. a feeling it could be eight, Roach. It's just, Fascinating tribunal session, that one. Yeah, it's just not a part mm. of our game anymore. Nope. Someone that, uh, I don't know if he's ever had a game of Australian rules or not, would he put his body on the line? Could he have hip and shoulder? What would he be a good would tackler? Play? Would he be quick on his feet? Would he be a high mark? Or is he just a cricket guru? Barat Sundarasan joins us now. So many questions, Barat. Indeed. Yeah, you got me thinking there. Um, I think I would have, you know, I would have been one of those uh, show pony kind of guys. Like I would have had like three moments every season and I would have just like, you know, been injured for half of it, but I would have come back like, Always make the headlines, but like without doing a lot. That would have been me. I think you'd be a very creative footballer, Barat. Uh, let's talk about the first test. And uh, can we just get rid of one of our little elephants in the room that annoys the hell of us? We might get the elephant up on his. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Oh, there he is. There he is. Let him clear his throat. <laughs> What's the go with two test series? It's BS, isn't it? Uh, it is. It just. Uh, and it flattens everything, right? Mm. It's so deflating. 
um, in a two match series when yeah it is especially like the only way a two match series even can retain some level of excitement is if the the if you want to call them the underdog or the team which is least or lesser expected to win um pulls off a win like so for example even though new zealand are ranked number 1 we all know how what happens to them uh, when they play test cricket against australia mm. if they had won this test then you know there's a added layer of excitement but uh, because they haven't and because they've gone down so badly with very little positives from that test um, you're just like literally waiting for crisis to start and where you almost feel like okay even if australia go down like we saw it against the west indies we saw it in sri lanka two years ago yes um it still doesn't feel that impactful and then what's the point there's mm. no decider so right, exactly. now nah, i mean we, we really need to put away too well, much why, why are they no is there a short answer why they're doing this and please don't say scheduling because that's narrow minded oh no it's money 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 it's all to do with money uh, uh, so it's just that like they'll say scheduling and all of that but like if you if you can fit in like fire three t20s you can fit in another test match i think it's just financially so much more difficult for teams to uh, and my suggestion solution always has been um this is where bigger boards like india australia and england who can afford to spare a little bit of money can create like what could be called a test match bank or something where um say host countries like new zealand south africa sri lanka whoever can tap into and say okay we'll host the first two tests but we want a third test can we tap into this bank mm-hmm. and use some uh, some of those funds i mean that sounds utopian but uh, that's only way forward in my opinion if you were an australian selector right now who's worrying you the mm-hmm. most of that australian lineup mm. Ooh, which is a what? funny thing to say um, when you win a test I mean, match by 172 runs isn't it no yeah No, but again, before even we get into it, it's the fact that New Zealand just was so poor with the bat in both innings, yeah. especially with the bat. Yeah. Uh, that is the biggest, uh, that's the reason why, like, you know, if you think about it, um, uh, Australia, Australia's win kind of uh, feels even more comprehensive. It wasn't, it wasn't the classic rootless Australian performance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're really dependent on Cameron Green, Green's brilliance and Josh Hazelwood playing the longest innings of his career. And then obviously with the ball, Australia were dominant. Uh, so there were a lot of holes to pick from across both innings. So, um, I mean, it has to be between Manus and um, our own kids, right? Like, you know, and both um, kind of, it breaks my heart to say it, but, um, both are short on runs. Yeah. Uh Manus's average has dropped below 50 but uh look because he had the 3 4 year run where he was so far ahead of the rest you think he gets the um gets the longer stick but but with Alex Carey look I mean the fact is that he needs a big score. Mm. He made a, a half century a couple of crucial knocks during the test summer but mm. um even if you leave out um, you know what happened at Lords and how his numbers have dropped it just feels like yeah i mean he's doing a fair job behind the stumps and a wicket keeper you can say can get away with it but um, where he is right now uh, at this stage of his career age wise as well and because there are so many others coming through now you know the josh josh inglises and the like so there is pressure on him so uh, if there is someone who yeah to answer your question as a selector concerns me uh, it, it's it is just him but Again, he's just one performance away from kind of reminding us why uh, the Australian selectors and also everyone around that team think he is number one and he is here to stay.
Fair dinkum, mm. right? You're going to rip your pants from sitting on the fence. We'll get back to that and get a more definitive answer from you. There's a text that came oh, through. Roach, yeah, Roach <laughs> come on, we expect more. Roach opened the show by saying you drop Labashane. Here's a text that says Roach is spot on about Labashane. Our next series is against India and form must be our first priority. If he's good enough, he would fight his way back into the team. That's from Chris. We're making you a selector, Barat. Are you making changes? Mm. Not if and could um, and he needs this. Okay, fine, fine, all right. <laughs> calm down, calm down. Like, yeah, look, the, the, if I ever like, you know, um, uh, play a role in a South Australian losing his place in the side, you guys jump on me. If I defend a <laughs> South Australian, you guys jump on me. Like uh, now, you're I, playing like, you know, the victim. There's no way to win. Yeah, see, there you go. That's the classic uh, yeah. <laughs> progression, isn't it? No, look, I, I, I get where people uh, um, come from and they say, no, Manus needs to be given a break or like, you know, the fact is that um, he has one more test here and then he's got the county season. He's going to go and play for Glamorgan uh, where he always scores runs and generally good things happen to him when he goes and scores runs in England. Um, I just think you have to stick with him. He is, and Pat, like Pat, I'm with Pat Cummins when he Fair says this him. is the top best top six. Ooh. I can't think of anyone who has the credentials to come and replace someone like Manas Labuschagne in the side at this moment. That was the longest, win- what, the longest winded answer of saying he's not dropping him Roach, right. uh, ever. That that thought is based ever, yeah, on. Yeah, I'm, I'm up, like yeah. I, I, that, I'm also slightly biased as his batting coach, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but if you were his batting coach, you'd be saying. I'm talking now on hope. When you actually have a look at the way he's been batting, no, I'm not. He's, he's a okay. confused I'll player. I'll come, come back on the show. I'll, I'll come back on your show in just over a week's time, right? I'm putting, really putting my neck out, sticking you my are neck now. out, there, and we'll be talking about Amanus Labuschagne hundred. I love I'll it. Be in my, I told you so. Kind of moment, like yeah. <laughs> So we've just we're that, just going to be, highlight that's where that. We're going we've this. got that recorded. A couple of other quickies for yes, us. Yes, please. Uh, Travis, Travis Head. Uh, we love Travi. Uh, you know, one of the best batsmen in the mm-hmm. world. Little lean period himself. Yeah, right. Like I mean, he just had that weird kind of summer where he's found ways of getting him out mm. uh, himself out, and uh, so many really early dismissals. He's gotten out in the first two three balls uh, uh, a few times, but. He would be really cross with himself. The shot he played to get out in the second innings, when he finally got over that, when he didn't get out early, and he hit a few boundaries, and he was looking set. Uh, and I understand Australia wanted to declare, or like they were looking for quick runs. But mm. um, the way I would describe it is, it was a very cocky collapse from Australia. They just played a, a bit too recklessly, um, starting with Travis. So if you had a chance to take it back, I think he would um, try to make the most of that start. Uh, because you, we all know if Travis had bats the way he does normally, he scores so quickly. So I don't think he's a, a, it's not a concern at all. He just made 100 in Adelaide, a crucial 100 as well, just two test matches ago. Um, but yeah, he'll want to sign off this long test match run that Australia have been on with, uh, with another big score. And look, one thing we've learned... When it's the final or the last game, he generally does uh, come up with the goods. All right. Now, given that we launched your career and made you a worldwide media superstar, <laughs> um, we, can, yes. we can be hard on you. No wishy-washy answers here. Usman Khawaja, okay. not bad forever. Now, he's in the twilight of his career. He's going beautifully, mm. not suggesting that he gets dropped or they get rid of him now. But who is the next opener? And are you happy with Steve mm. Smith? 
Uh, I'm happy with Steve Smith. I think um, Steve Smith, we don't have to worry about. He'll figure his way out. And especially India, bring out the best in Steve Smith. Mm. Steve Smith is fine. I I thought he batted beautifully in the first inning, by the way. Uh, He looked better than Usman Khawaja and then just gets one good delivery. It gets out. But he's done his job. Um, that's the that's a million dollar question right now in Australia, right? Like Matt Renshaw is technically the incumbent, but the lo- when you look at the long term, and Renshaw is not the oldest, but um, I-, I was really before this season began. I'll be honest. Um, I thought Jake Fraser McGurk could be that the Ooh. X factor, mm. really, um, like you know, a, a bolter like selection, uh, not immediately, but in the future. But you know, he just hasn't got the runs, has he? And you still like you know, it's test cricket. Yeah. You still need some runs. You, and let's face it, I mean, he's a special talent. I think he's going to have a great white ball career, maybe a red ball career, but he's no David Warner. And again, it tells you how special David Warner was and how much he's being missed. So uh, I really think that, um, you know what, that question mark will stay for a while. That's fill in the blank. Like, yeah, and it is still oh, so, a blank. So, there is so nobody Uzi, who really... Uzi does a up. hamstring. Uzi does a hamstring at training tonight. Hmm. Yeah, uh, you've got Renshaw right now. Or Marcus... Uh, then there. you have Renshaw opening. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Marcus Harris, unfortunately, they seem to have moved on from like Cameron Bancroft. And that's why they picked Renshaw between those three. So at the moment, yeah, if something happens to Usman Khawaja and he can't play the next test, it will be Renshaw. What are the Kiwis going to do? <laughs> Pray. Um, look, Ben Sears, uh, who I saw uh, in the net, he's a really quick, again, young kid. Uh, so mm-hmm. he comes in for the. I think it's relatively impressive, uh, William O'Rook. Um, there has been some talk floated around that Neil Wagner might uh, be given a, um, you know, uh, <laughs> would be asked to give them one more test before retiring for good. But I think that would be a pretty silly move, considering mm-hmm. the reason he retired was they said you're not playing the first test. Like, and New Zealand need to just move forward. They just yeah. need to find yeah. these someone who doesn't have any baggage who can take on Australia. And, and we saw that during this test. I mean, Will O'Rourke was really good. Uh, both Ravindra and Mitchell at different times looked okay uh, because, you know, they don't have that baggage. And now they do. <laughs> they have lost that test against Australia. But I still think um, that's the only change I can foresee. Maybe Mitchell Santner comes in for Kugelan. But from my experience, uh, uh, when we go from Wellington to Christchurch, mm. the weather gets better the place gets more scenic. You get to see more sheep and there's always more grass on <laughs> okay. that pitch. So, Brad, check the world rankings for it. I think New Zealand might have lost number one with this loss. Oh, I haven't, but I wouldn't be surprised. And India, don't forget, have uh, one more test to go against England. So yep. uh, the way this World Test Championship um, mm. calendar is moving... We could well be in line for another uh, a repeat of the last World Test Championship final Australia, India. in the Australia. So, yeah, that's what it looks like at the moment. So, um, yeah, I mean, England have been entertaining, but they still languish at eight stone. We just had to like. But does anyone does anyone have the uh, moral Test Championship table yet? Because oh, they'd be leading that one. Can um, open worms <laughs> everywhere. They've got that one. They've got that one. Who, oh, I'm just trying to work out who they're playing. Oh, they have. I mean that the model model showcase is like you know they they need to buy another one like uh, it's overflowing <laughs> with the titles the they have. So. Like, is baseball dead? Ooh, no, no, no. I don't think. Look, uh, I'll I'll be very honest. Um, uh, they, it's been a very entertaining series to watch, and uh, and the baseballers have made it entertaining. I've covered a lot of 
England test matches in India, and um, it, they used to be as conservative and 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 you know scared as uh, what they were like when they came to Australia for the last Ashes. It was pretty mm-hmm. uh, a woeful viewing. So compared to that, um, they provided a blueprint, um, and they said that look, we know how to get into good positions against this India Indian team, and I think other teams will follow suit even if they don't call it baseball. They'll just you just have to take on India um, at their game and okay. get them a little nervous. Like England have done at different times, but then you have to capitalize it. But also, you know what, this series is just another window into how difficult it is to beat India and India, right? Mm-hmm. That's why they won 17 series without losing. And pitches are just one of the things. And we've had seen some really fair and flat pitches so far. A couple of quick texts before we let you go, Barat. Uh, this one says, Travis Head, one century all summer in the Red Bull form. Every other score is under 50. That's from Greg. Uh, here's another one. Uh, we'll take that as a statement. Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Ian Smith said on your radio station back during the Australian Cricket Summer that the New Zealand Cricket Board can only afford to put on two test series at home because they can't garner enough money from selling the TV rights on the subcontinent. That's from Blake, who's normally right. Mm. Yep, that's exactly right. Uh, And that's why we're getting uh, just a two-match series. Uh, They do play three matches against... uh, England, uh, not they played just two last year, but they're playing uh, three against them next year. So, uh, with some teams, they do manage to pull it off. Again, it, it's a timing thing as well. But um, uh, look, like we said at the start of the show, it, it is a pity. And um, yeah, I mean, it just kind of takes a lot of fizz away. Um, mm-hmm. If the first test is not very exciting, um, yeah, I mean, you're just banking on the second test, like sort of. Um, getting a little more, uh, or at least being a little more exciting. Uh, oh, look, it happened at the Gabba uh, just last yeah. month. Well, I hope New so Zealand. Can it happen I hope again? New Zealand. I hope New Zealand win to teach everyone a lesson. Stuff them. Uh, two quickies and we'll let you go. Smith and Labuschagne should open, so Australia can be none for 10 at lunch. Oh, boom, boom. Uh, then another one you brought up, Jake Fraser McGurk. This one says, this is from Will. He says, Jake Fraser McGurk has been to the SACA where they teach you new ways to lose. Oh, harsh. Oh, oh, wow. Hey, Barad, in all the years we've been talking to you, do you have a nickname? A nickname? Oh, I I don't know. I mean, um, like, you're generally very complimentary. So I have so many. uh, I I don't know where to start. Look, obviously, I've got the Australian Baz. That's courtesy mainly uh, our dear friend Adam Collins. Uh, who's sitting right here as yeah. we speak. Uh, so, but, I mean, yeah, look, so my bass ball is, I think, more entertaining than the other bass ball that's doing the round. Go so, on that. Um, no, I, 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 I'll claim that. Tell him he's dreaming. <laughs> Tell him he's dreaming. Uh, on that note, good chat, Barat. We love you, and we'll right. speak to you again next week. Good luck, Barat. Uh, we'll speak. We'll speak <laughs> next week, where you all will eat humble pie and manas. No, Roach, Roach, Roach is the one uh, saying, grinning from year to year. I'll be waiting. Don't don't correct mine me. being proven wrong on that one, no, but from what I've seen recently, I don't think uh, so, Barat. Nobody heard me up with the Roach there. I'm not going to. I get in enough trouble, Roach. Uh, there he is, Barat. You, mm. You'd think you'd just be called the Rat, but there's only one Rat, I suppose. John Platton. Or rat. Rory Atkins was the rat, rat as well. Yes. We could have three rats. Right. Hey, while we're talking of the Redbacks, they're three for 180, trailing New South Wales by 43 runs in the Shield game. Yes, I know, but we have to keep people informed, Kim. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today.
The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Twenty-six point eight degrees outside. We're live from Studio Lumo here at Number One King William Street in the city. If you're going past, give us a wave, and we get great support from Hyundai. They've got some big specials on at the moment, Rooch. The Hyundai Staria Load Van. Do you remember that one? Oh yes. Yeah, big, yes. big. What do you remember about it? That it has stylish lines. <laughs> stylish. But it lines. does. It fits everything, Rooch. Good. That's the, that. that's the credit line. Try bloody looking at it. No, I'm uh, just giving you my honest opinion of what I saw in the show. Okay. Now, we had that earlier text message about whether Jimmy Webster sent a text message because it's now the norm. Mm-hmm. But there is a statement from St Kilda which includes Jimmy Webster saying, I deeply regret my actions in yesterday's game. I've reached out to Jai and cannot underst- understate my remorse. Mm. My thoughts are with Jai and his family, and I hope he has a speedy and successful recovery. I fully recognise the importance of protecting players' heads, and in this instance, I failed to meet that much-needed standard. I will present to the tribunal and understand there will be consequences for my actions. Of mm-hmm. course there will be, Jimmy. Very We're just trying to work man. out how much of a consequence there will be. Six or eight. Maybe they'll mm. settle for seven. Uh, here's a text, mm. Roach. Uh, <laughs> going on here? Swans by 43 points. Uh, you guys have the best sports show. Then in brackets, you can pay me later, Michelangelo. Uh-huh. Are you doing nearest the pin again this footy season? I need an IGA voucher this year. I never won anything. Oh, well, you got to be better at your predictions. That's Arthur right. in Handorf. Uh, I've got a meeting with IGA on Wednesday. Hopefully we'll have him back on board. But mm. um, So he's done a nearest the pin for the Swans game. Got in early. Got in early. No, that doesn't count. Sorry, Arthur. Uh, uh, speaking of nearest the pin, yeah, yeah. Gee, none of us were anywhere near the pin with the Matildas, were we? Wow, what a result that was. Ten, I went. I, what I was, a result that was. I was, was. a big pussycat, I was. What did I go? 5 1. Yeah, you did 5 1. Well, you went 4. Split the difference. So I won. Between, yeah, you do. But well, mm, no, that, that was didn't a gold, huge did they? result. Massive. Um, Webster is definitely in the running for this, uh, the Michelangelo, the Spud of the Year Award. Oh, he's renamed it. <laughs> yeah, we'll hopefully get that up and running uh, yes. too. Um, SPP, is, these are texts I'm reading. Uh, Sam Powell Pepper is four. Webster has to start at eight. It can't Ooh. possibly be any less. It's a coward act that could have ended Simpkins career. That's from Michael. When you have a real forensic look at it, uh, I can live with eight when you're comparing the two. Instances. Yes, I get what Kano said when he uh, looked at the yeah, Jordan Degoe one, but that's cut it off. It cut doesn't it happen. Off. It's all it's that. all finished. You can't yeah. go back anymore. It's a whole new agenda at AFL House, and one that they are compelled to live mm. because of the mounting legal challenges to the league, the game, and many collision sports. Yeah, Roach, all your life you've been a human headline, but you've been a bit passive with some of your predictions in recent years. Okay. Here's a text: Hi boys, have you worked out your final eight? I would like to hear them. Cheers, Hilly at Fulham Gardens. We're mm. doing them on Wednesday. We want to be the last show to do them. Uh, your 95%'s gone out the window. There was no contract put before Matthew Nix last no, week. I, I followed up by saying if it's not the 95%, I'm 100% sure before round one. Mm, clock's ticking. I know it is, Ruth. Ticking. Yeah, well, I don't have any problem to saying I'm wrong. I'll and be I, making a few phone calls uh, and say, did you set me up? No. Um, I'll tell you, there are more, certainly is another one on the 13th of March, another, another public consultation meeting about the Crows and Thebanon. They're getting very frustrated at the Adelaide Football Club. 
just more, just people keep loading up more of these public meetings. Uh, there, and there's not many of these people that are causing the problems, but they've got to be listened to. Um, they're worried about cars. They didn't. I didn't hear them complaining when there were 10,000 at Thebe back when we knocked off the bays. Mm. <laughs> there were cars parked down the side Fortunately, streets Fortunately, Kim, that was 30 years ago, and there's a different group of people who've moved into the area mm. who have lived without major football at that venue. And they have considerable concerns about traffic management plans. Yeah. Uh, Mario. Oh, Ethel has sent come up. Hello, Ethel. Free. We've got to go to the news. Can't believe Dylan had a weekend away where he didn't. Oh, Ethel. I didn't go crabbing. I'm not going to read it out that way. Uh, the Tommy Ruff Rucci had no luck either. No, he got nothing. You know, Ruth, just a suggestion. You could go out and catch your own. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. Three minutes past four. Kimbo and the Rooch with you. If you'd like to ring up and have a chat, give us a call. 1300 736 736. Where's the original Ange? Croydon. Saw him on Friday. Where's our other end? Saw him on Friday. People prefer to text nowadays. Uh, you can ring up, yeah. have no, a chat. Cool. Cool. Give us your top eight if you want. We'll do ours on yep. uh, Saturday. Tell we us who's bite. not going to make it. Yeah. Uh, give us uh, something that's really controversial. Collingwood won't be in the top four, Rich. Oh, no. They will not be in the top four. I'm going to the well again. Oh, get they won't. around. They'll all be in town in every corner. Where's your mate, Kim? <laughs> Has he checked the premiership table lately? I like the way they were like rats... Jumping off a sinking ship. There yeah. were so many people, not so many, there were quite a few, Roach, the year before, at the start, this time last year, that had Collingwood out of the eight. And they all went into their shells. They all gave all the stats. They won 11 games by one kick. So-and-so's getting older. and They won the flag, Kim. Yeah, well, at least I stuck solid, Roach. Yeah, I didn't run and hide. No. All right, I probably, I waited till they were mathematically. All right, shall we get Enyo going, shall we? With his famous tune for Good, Bad and Ugly, or not? Oh, sorry, I didn't know who you were referring to. Enya Morricone. Here he is. Get ready. This is pretty uh, simple, the good, the bad and the ugly. Rich, um, what caught your eye over the weekend? What was your good? Well, good, I'm going to be quite serious here. Uh, we haven't seen or heard from a Hall of Famer for a few months, Robert Walls. He will be going public in a couple of weeks with the battle he has endured over the summer in the hope that he will do some good in having other people do medical tests to see, particularly men mm. of a certain age, to check on their health. So a couple of weeks, keep an eye out on your news court papers because the Robert Wall story of the summer mm. is quite compelling reading. Yes, so I'm so looking forward to reading all this. I know you're very close to him, yes. Rich, so we wish uh, Robert all the best with He's his in uh, remission his at fight. the moment, so mm. let's keep that going. But it, it's good that he has seen his misfortune could lead to a good moment for everyone else. Yeah, so well, important. he has a Someone platform and he recognises yeah, exactly. it. All right, let's mm. just change gears a little bit. Uh, my good, I thought, was the Matildas. I'm not sure if you saw the footage of this, Rich. This is the under-20s yes. team. Uh, they were playing in South Korea. Now, it was weird. There was all snow. It had been snowing. There was snow everywhere on the pitch. 
So they get out there and they re- get rid of the snow where all the lines are mm. on the pitch. Yeah. They left all, didn't get rid of all the other snow, strange. so they had to play on snow. We were strange. one down and we won 2-1. Well done, I thought that was good. And my other good route, which I'm going to do all year to annoy the hell out of everyone, send the text if you want. Uh-huh. <laughs> Matt Crouch. Because for two years I copped rubbish saying he was finished. Mm. He's not finished. You'll win him a flag. Get on your Crouchy. Hey, what's your bad? Well, I've got mine that I have done week after week after week after week, so I'm not going to give up. I'm going to say again, Adelaide United, failing again. I thought you were going to go Redbacks then. No, I'm with their old hat. There's Adelaide United now going into that path, six weeks without a result Mm. that's favourable. Now, the other bad. It's always dangerous to throw stones in glass houses, Kim. Me? All of us. Yeah. Right. But can someone at the advertiser, please, please, please stop this rubbish that they do once a week of getting a former Port Adelaide captain or the current Port Adelaide captain wrong. Now, last week they said former Port Adelaide captain Tom Clury. Oh, no. Did they? Yes. I've got it. I've got I've kept it on my phone, Kim. Oh, former oh, captain Tom Clury. Yeah. And then at the weekend it became Captain Zach Butters. Now, he's vice, vice captain. captain. Did they and really then do that, it's not they? just the Tizer. Mm. What about the Australian? They've now declared... That Victoria is the Redbacks. <laughs> Redback skipper it. gets five wickets. We'd like to see that. Yeah, but we no, Will Sutherland is not the South Australian captain. I, I How did. can these things, they're just basics, Kim. I did. Um, I know we all make mistakes, mm. but this is ridiculous now. Did you say we then? We all make mistakes, Kim. Mm. We all do. Um, Some people tip Collingwood not to make the eight last year. It wasn't a mistake. I just got it wrong. <laughs> All right, my bad. I had a look at it. You opened the show and you talked about uh, you didn't oh, na- you didn't name the player. I don't right. think. Well, I couldn't. It just slipped to me. But it's Matt Guelphy. You're bloody hopeless, either. This is his job, Matt Guelphy. Yeah, but I have I have fade outs. Now I just <laughs> fade out. I have fade outs. I do. I presumed I didn't see this incident that he would just kicked around his body when he's in the square. No, that's lairising. It was because he's basically directly in front and he does a check side. What what was he thinking? Yeah. Clearly he wasn't. If you're like me, you can execute those. But oh, oh, <laughs> I've watched it. I've watched it online. Uh, he should get he should get well and truly ripped for that. Um, not good at all. What's mm. your ugly? Well, I'm going to hit Marnus Lovershane. These are the numbers, Kim. This is why it's bad. It's ugly. Now remember, he made a century in Manchester in July. Now since mm. then, he's passed fourteen. Okay. He's passed fourteen knocks. He scored 249 at an average of 20.75. His past six knocks have been mm. 10, one not out, three, mm. five, one, and two. His average has fallen to less than 50 for the first time since December 2019. Mm. He has 10 scores of 20 or less recently. Mm. They're not good numbers, Kim. Well, what do you got against him? Well, you live by your results in cricket, surely. Right. Well, I've got some bad news for you. This is what Pat Cummings oh. had to say about his position. Uh, absolutely not. Um, uh, yeah, I think he'd be the first to admit he'd like to score some more runs, um, and it's not through lack of trying in the nets. Um, yeah, I think particularly that second inning is just one of those ones down leg. Um, so, you know, we're very clear that, you know, these, these six guys are the six best batters in Australia, and um, although at times might not have clicked all together at once, the story of our team has been someone's been able to stand up when they need to. So really... Um, yeah, everyone's going well. <laughs> going, everyone's going well. 
that's when you just want to finish an interview oh, <laughs> and move dear. on. Uh, he's not getting dropped, uh, Roach. Not at, not at the moment, anyway. Okay. All right. Just well, we'll I, see what happens in the second up. test against New Zealand. Yeah, my ugly is uh, Jimmy Webster. We've spoken about oh. it a lot, but uh, I can't believe he did that in that, this day and age. And just on that, here's a text, Roach, uh, from Brett. Guys, do you have to talk about the Webster thing all show? Well, I don't think we have. No. Uh, can you please talk about Port and the Crows for your SA audience and other positive sports stuff? Please, with about eight E's in there and a thumbs up. Um, look, it's not Port and it's not the Crows, but Brady Boy, it's important with where it the is. game's heading at the moment and it's just impacted on your club, Port Adelaide, with SPP, whereas a few years ago that would have been a couple of games. Uh, now it's four, so we need to be across it all, and it'll be interesting where this lands. But um, I know you sent that through a little bit earlier, but we certainly haven't devoted the show to it. But when do we get an answer, Roach? Is it Wednesday? Oh, well, or? we know. We know it's definitely going to the tribunal. There's no way even Jimmy Webster's saying, well, I'm yeah. going well, to the tribunal. That wasn't my question. I would, I would have thought... You don't know the St. answer. St Kilda's not playing first round, you is You don't it? know the answer, so, you mate. Yeah. It's Wednesday, I found out. Wednesday, are you sure? Yep. Well, if Michael What's Christian it? hasn't issued his stuff yet, how's it gone to it? Because Big Jason told me and I trust oh, him and okay. you were just waffling then. Right. Wednesday will be then. Let's go to a break. That's our big bad. Not our bad. What is it? Good, bad and the ugly. Good, bad and the ugly. <laughs> you can have your say. What's the number, Rooch? Well, if you want to call us and we'd love to hear Just from the number. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Four seventeen on a Monday afternoon. Big thank you to Hyundai, the Hyundai Staria Load Van. It fits in everything, Roots. You could live in it. Really? Yeah. No, you couldn't because you're a hoarder. You're a hoarder. Why do you hoard everything? Things are valuable. You need them. What's what, what would be in your house that you could get rid of? You keep old papers, don't you? No, no, I got rid of those. Don't you did? Them. Yeah, they don't need those. No, don't need those. I think They're you need a de- you need a declutterer to come right. into your house. Okay. You wouldn't accept any advice, though, would you? No, You're a very no. very stubborn man. Yes. All right, just thought I'd say that. Luke Beveridge is he stubborn? Strong willed. Strong willed. They finished ninth last year, Roach. I love the way they go about it. You get bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. I know they didn't make finals last no. year. Uh, I'm interested in this. Sorry, Brett, it's not Portland the Crows. But you'll have to play against the Western Bulldogs. You'll need to beat them if you mm. want to play finals. Um, I think they can get back in the top eight. This is what Lukey Boy said they had to improve on from last year. Uh, we haven't had the best starts the last couple of years, Dicko. So um, we set ourselves a challenge uh, in all the measurables as far as physical capacity and um, what we're doing in the phases of the game to get to this point and pick the team based on who's really earned it. Um, and so, you look, there's a couple of boys who um, have gained notoriety over the years who you think should be in this team. But, uh, you know, we've worked hard and uh, we, at this point we're pretty well prepared. So it's more just the, uh, I suppose, the, the speed and endurance game um, where when we lost plays in-game last year, we couldn't quite cope. So we're setting ourselves up to succeed a little bit in that area this year. Make him an Australian test selector then. See, ignoring reputations, going with what's relevant now. 
I'm glad he's still playing with uh, speed. Now, I'm mm. not sure if it'll happen this year. If it doesn't happen this year, it'll happen next year. But there is a man at the Western Bulldogs that's going to take the footballing world by storm, Rooch. Sam Darcy. Yep. Son of. Son of, son of. Yeah, son of, son of, yeah. Mm. Uh, grandfather was the late, great David Darcy. Yeah, what an absolute man. gentleman. Yep. And uh, Luke's a chip off the old block mm-hmm. too. He's a ripper. But Sam, oh, enormous upside, yep. Rooch. Uh, had a lot of injuries last year. Did. Uh, he could be huge for them. Mm. All right, a few texts coming through. Then we're going to hear from uh, David King. And Ross Lyon as well about that incident. Uh, this is a good text. Hi, guys. I thought Riley O'Brien's touch ruck work was exceptional on the weekend. We're talking to Big Jace during the ad break. I think he's a ruckman that's going to be suited by the new rule that yep. you can fend. Yep. It was ridiculous that you couldn't do that before. Mm. How Big many rule body. changes has there been since uh, 2000? Oh, it's a long list. Have you seen the back of the book of the yeah, NFL? It, it's I've a, lost it's, count. It's over 60, I think. I think the thing in the, in the decade that we've just had, there was 48. So if you do two decades, it's going to be close to 60, Kim. Hey, this one says, uh, I like the sound of that paper, Rooch. Go the Redbacks, solid win. Captain Jake Lehman with five wickets. Ha! <laughs> That's the... Oh, uh, yeah. the Oz. Yeah. Uh, can we at least stick with that story for a couple of days before the reality sinks back in? Mod yes. Mac. Yeah, um, only. Afternoon, Kimba and Roots. Just a quick comment and question to keep Brett happy. I agree with Bucks that the Webster incident is twice as bad as the SPP one and as such deserves twice the penalty if the MRP are to be consistent. If he gets anything less, would Port have an avenue to appeal SPP's penalty, especially considering he got no reduction for his early guilty guilty plea? That's from Big Al at Alberton. No. No, No grounds for an appeal. Uh, whatsoever. That'll be a fascinating tribunal. It's going to be six or eight, Roach, I yeah. think. Uh, yeah. Has uh, Roachy ever torn a meniscus, the big glutus maximus? Oh, Mario, fair thinking. Uh, no, you haven't done your knees at all, Roach, nope, have you? No, they're good. Yeah. Uh, has Roachy ever torn, oh, no, another one about have you ever done anything to your knees? You've got to move a little quicker to do damage, I'd suggest. Mm. Uh, if you if you guys can remember, Manus used up a lot of luck in his purple patch, dropped numerous <laughs> times, dismissed on no balls. Yeah. It's just evening itself out now. That's from Michael. Ooh. Here's one. Uh, I saw Bevo at the Sydney airport last year. Always thought he had a thick neck, but up close, it's more of a pinhead type situation. Just thought I'd clear that up. <laughs> Thank you, Will. <laughs> right, Will. Thanks for that. You people, uh, oh, all yeah. of you, That's all right. of you. I knew a mate who's no longer with us, uh, thanks for Bomber Thompson there, and uh, he used to come on our golf trip, and uh, we we used to always make fun of him because he had really big ears. Yes. You know, we'd sit there and say, can you just tilt your head, Johnny, because we're losing reception here, like, oh, like a big, you know. Boom. And we'd all have different nicknames every year, and I, one year I called him Johnny Smallhead. And he said, well, why are you calling me Smallhead, you asshole?" And I said, well, you, you couldn't have big ears. <laughs> Get to be there, Rooch. All right, we're going to hear from Ross Lyon next. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and the Rooch. 4.27 on a Monday afternoon. Big thank you to Lumo. If you want to get your energy at a reasonable rate, get on to Lumo and Hyundai if you're looking to buy a vehicle. Here's a text, Rich. Is Scott Burns actually going to be on today, lads? Question mark. I had to listen to a whole episode last Wednesday of the Port Power Employee, that's you, Rich, 
with no reward at the end. Please don't put me through that again. Uh, we had to do a bit of padding last week, didn't we? Yes, we, we did. Two guests fell over. No, Scott didn't hear his phone ringing because he had it on silent. He had it upside down. Yeah, and he was going through uh, the player videos, yes, going through yes. all the edits. So uh, that was from Steve. No, uh, Scotty's definitely on after 4.30 news. I want to hear Ross Lyon because he's always interesting, even if he's not. Are you with me? I got you. You got that? All right, here's Ross talking about the Jimmy Webster hit. Um, yeah, it was opportune. Obviously, he's devastated. He's really concerned for Jai. Very remorseful, but it was like a split-second action. You know, so obviously the landscape continually evolving. It's just a very difficult situation. So really concerned for both lads, in particular Jai, because heavy physical contact. Um, Jimmy's remorseful. I'm just coming in now to talk about go to tribunal. Clearly, there's no defence to it. And... You know, we always support the person, change the behaviour. So, well, cool. that's that sums it up. Yep. We, there is no defence, so you just go in there and you wait for the verdict. So, uh, called a spade a spade, then didn't he? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. Ross can call a spade a shovel. Mm. Mm. Here's a quick text, Rooch. Hi, Kimbo and the Rooch. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good into Milan, leading by twelve points with a game in hand. The bad, Webster, he should get eight games minimum. I would give him ten. Here's the ugly, and this is a good one. from This is from Jack in the Uber. The ugly, Will Pekofsky. Oh, yeah. He's going to talk about this. He can't play short-pish bowling, and Cricket Australia should save him from himself and say enough is enough and not let him play anymore. If you're not across it, he got mm. hit in the head again. It's staggering that you can get concussion when you've got the helmet on. I know that you can, mm. but some Helmets of the ones that have you. created concussion for him have been like... Just glances yeah. to the helmet. Reach. The other interesting bit, Bernie Quinlan saying send off rule and footy. Is he right? Hey, we can talk about that tomorrow, Rooch. We're going to the news. We'll come back, though. And guess who? Oh, Scotty Burns. Yeah. The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Offers available. Visit your local Hyundai showroom today. The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Just after 4.30 on a Monday afternoon, Kimbo and The Rooch with you. Thanks to Studio Lumo, our good friends at Lumo Wearsaid, and Montine Hyundai Cheltenham. If you'd like to send a text, you can do so on the text line courtesy of Montine. 0427154166. Pretty good hit out by the Crows on the weekend, defeating the West Coast Eagles by 67 points. If we look past what happened to Riley Philthorpe, there's a lot to talk about. Let's welcome their senior coach, Scotty Burns. How are you, Scott? Oh, he's promoted now. How are you going, Rob? Oh, oh he's, senior he's assistant. senior coach now, Scott. Congratulations. <laughs> well, you're senior still, isn't he? <laughs> yes, he's senior. I he's think not. technically I was correct. <laughs> I don't think we want Matthew Nix falling off his chair just yet, please. Well, he hasn't signed yet. There might oh, be something well, in there. Where'd you go with that? <laughs> Hello, Scott. How you going, boys? Uh, were you happy with the weekend? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was uh, up, up another level from the week before. We um, yeah, had a pretty good hit out against Port Adelaide where there wasn't much in that game. And then, uh, yeah, like I said, stepped it up and we were a lot, lot, uh, we were better pleased, I guess, with um, the way we defended the ground a fair bit better at, um, at Richmond Oval and certainly gave ourselves um, plenty of opportunities to score again. So had another 32 shots on goal. So we're pleased with both um, both aspects of our game. Scott, you've changed your role over the summer, not to senior coach, but you've gone from defenders to forwards. Now, the art of coaching is the art of coaching, but what changes when you have to deal with the men who are finishing off the play? 
Well, I guess it's it's all individuals. It's no matter you're on the midfield, the forwards, or the mm. backs. You certainly got to get a pretty solid relationship with the individuals involved in that line. So that that takes time. There's um, certainly we we all know each other here, of course, because we're here every day. Mm. But you spend a lot more time with your specific line. So it was good. It was a good uh, two to three months to make sure I got to know the um, the forwards as much as I could in that short time and. Um, trying to understand what makes them tick or, or where they need a little bit of push and shove along at times to mm. perform a little bit better. So that takes time. In terms of uh, just the complete game, yeah, it's a little bit different. You're, you're more quarterback-ish when you're in the back line, obviously. Yep. You're seeing the game unfold in front of you and forwards really are getting up the ground and then they've got to do the, uh, mm. the 180 and um, you know, rip back to goal. So there's, there's a few different aspects um, you need to bring to your um, coaching and understand as oh. a coach. All righty, Riley Thorthorpe has his best pre-season by all reports and then cops that injury. Can you update us there? Um, well, the only update I've got now is that he, he will have a, an arthroscope on it later in the week and from there, when he, ha- when he actually has that arthroscope, we'll have the better details. The surgeon, there's a, a few things there he's not sure about at this stage, so we, we can't actually clarify, but he, he will miss a little bit of football. Um, the good thing is it's not, it's not ACLs or PCLs or anything like that, so that's, that's all structurally quite sound. Um, it's more meniscus and cartilage, those sort of things at this point in time. So I uh, won't get a real, uh, I guess, a time frame on it can, or get more of an understanding with the time frame when the, the surgeon goes in and has a look at it. So normally if it's just a slight cartilage tear, what well, could be back in a month if that's repaired? It could be, yeah. If it's, yeah. you know, it could be, yeah, it could be anywhere from, from four weeks. Worst case scenario with what he's got at the moment, it may, it may be 10. So it's, it's in there somewhere, but like Ooh. I said, we'll, um, we'll, we'll give a better indication to to certainly our supporters um, later in the week when we have those details. Mm. All right. Fingers crossed there. Yeah, there's a lot to take out of the game. Um, I'm not sure where to start. Let's go to Matty Crouch, uh, who's continued on with that good form from late last year. Yeah, he's been terrific. I mean, when I first got him, Matty had the OP. He was um, certainly struggling a little bit with his um, penetration with kicking and and speed um, and power away Mm. from the contest. And I think the pleasing thing's been the last half of last year and, and certainly early this year that he, he's just he's, look he's not a, a big bloke he's probably only about that 179 180 mm. um, and 80 kilos but um, people struggle to, to tackle him to ground he, he stands up mm. in the tackles well and he he certainly distributes the ball um, to our more fleet-footed players as good as anyone in our side so he's yeah he's had a really good pre-season he looks powerful looks strong um, and just really pleased with how he's he's come back from um, getting those half a dozen games towards the end of last year. Yeah, 17 disposals were each in the first half. Very good. Scott, there's virtually a player on every team who you wish you had two or three versions of him so you didn't have to split him in multiple Hello. roles. This is Rankin. <laughs> now, yeah. clearly you're liking that he can hybrid midfield and forward. How do you use him this year in both roles? Oh, we, we can. Well, it probably depends on where we're at with player availability um, mm. at times as well. But um, we, we want them all to go through. So we had Pedler and Rochelle going through the centre bounces at times on the weekend. Not not a great deal, but they were certainly there. Uh, and then we know from those centre bounces or those stoppages around the ground, when those boys do drift forward, they can they can certainly hit the scoreboard. Mm. And one thing that's been really pleasing um, with us as a coaching group at the moment and, and certainly as a team is you know, we've got five to six smaller 
medium-sized forward who can certainly get up the ground, but Tuesday rip hard back to goal when mm. when we get that ball back in our possession, and it's uh, it's a bit of a headache for those um, medium to, to smaller defenders for, with the opposition teams. Hey, if we can go back to Phil Thorpe, now that he's going to be out, it was going to be Tex Fogg and, and Riley. Uh, how do you restructure now, or do you go with those smaller forwards? There was a time that Elliot Himmelberg would have just popped in. Uh, that doesn't look mm. to be the case now. Yeah, well, there's options for us. I mean, uh, look, we're not rushed, of course. We've, we've got mm. a little bit of time before we play Gold Coast. But um, like we said, we've, uh, you know, Saligo comes in. We've still got Ned McHenry that's had uh, a really good pre-season as well. So we, there's certainly a possibility to go smaller, but yeah. we, we do know that we do have Chris Burgess and Lockie Gallant that have, have played some really solid football at, at AFL level, and, and they've certainly had very good pre-seasons as well and both had a little bit of sniff uh, against Port Adelaide the week prior. So they've had some really good football and... Yeah, we could go like for like, and we, we certainly could go small, but we'll certainly um, capture that as a, a match committee in the next week and a half. Scott, if all goes to plan, after the first month of AFL Premiership football, what should we note about it, what is different or better about the Crows in 2024? Uh, better or different? Uh, we we don't want to be necessarily different, Rich. We just want to probably be better for longer, if that mm. makes any sense at all. We We believe we've got a reasonably solid game plan. It's... It's um, yeah. We certainly needed to dot the I's and cross the T's a little bit more, mm-hmm. just to to make sure we're a little bit cleaner around the ball. Maybe finishing our work, um, defending for longer when we needed to. So we've certainly worked on those aspects. But um, I, I don't think when you come to a game of football from from this year to last year, you're going to notice a heap of difference. Okay. But like I said, we we want to be more consistent with it. And you certainly, I think you'll notice the individuals though. Those those twenty to twenty one, or the twenty ones, and then now turning twenty two. Mm-hmm. That little bit bigger. That little bit stronger. That's that's one thing you'll certainly notice. Mm, okay. I may have misread this, but I was a tad concerned. I heard the captain, Jordan Dawson, talking about this year and the game style, and he said you'll see a more defensive Adelaide Crows. Uh, Crows were the high-scoring side last year. That concerned me. I thought it was a beautiful style of football. Maybe just do that better. Yeah, well, like I said, we've um, you know we still kicked 93 and I think what, 117 points. So we've, we've still kicked uh, 210 points in two games. Um Unfortunately, Port probably still kicked uh, ninety odd points against us the week before, but we kept West Coast to fifty. So that's, you know, that, that's one aspect we were certainly happy with on the weekend. Um, no, we we don't want to take away what we're good at though yeah. either. Either yep. Tim, we we know that's a strength of ours. But like I said, it's probably just defending better and defending for longer periods, um, mm. if that makes any sense. Instead mm. of just maybe you got a player that's done two or three piece seasons. Now he's done three to four. He's that little bit fitter. Or, um, just stays in the game for longer. That's one aspect that we've, we've certainly pushed throughout the pre-season and just um, pushed them really hard to continually work hard up and down the ground. Um, do you enjoy selection? It's going to be fun in a, a week's time. Uh, Sam Barry certainly put his hand up, and you mentioned Jake Saligo. Gee, he was all quality when he came on in the second half. Yeah, I don't necessarily enjoy selection when you know there's two or three players who probably deserve a game who aren't going to get it. I, I certainly, but I, I love selection when there's a young fellow who's getting his first game and you and you put him in and, um, you know, the boys are all up and about and they love it. So it's it's not easy, but we, we're not, it's, you know, you're not employed to, to do anything easy in these, these roles as coaches. And unfortunately, you know, 24 don't go into 22. So there's, there's always going to be a couple of unlucky stories and boys that have had probably their better pre-seasons are fit and are doing as well as they possibly can. It's just that there's, we, we perceive it to be one or two players ahead of them at this point in time. But um, what we do know is that over the 23, 24-week um season there's going to be a lot of niggles there'll be a suspension or two there'll mm. be a loss of form and 
the boys get a bit sore where we need to replenish and, and restock. So there'll certainly be those boys that are uh, 23rd to, to 28th player at this point in time will get their opportunity throughout the year. Were you teasing or hinting then that there could be a debutant in round one? Nope. Nope, right. <laughs> I can't misread it. I was going to bring up Dan Curtin. How is he travelling? <laughs> uh, no, well, he, you know, they all get here a bit late. We only had three weeks before Christmas, so they don't train for a long time then. And then he... He had that little bit of a niggle with his knee mm. for two or three weeks in January-ish or from mid-Jan to the start of Feb. So he, he hasn't had a great um, workload, not as much as the other boys, of course, but he's been back out and training now for the last um, three to four weeks and on the weekend did quite well in the, in the SNFL playing as a as a deeper defender. So, yeah, look, it's, we certainly don't want to rush him. I know he's an early pick and there's a lot of things we like about him, but um, we'll make sure that he's, um, he's doing as well as he can in his development and being... Uh, a better footballer week to week. Scott, from that Jordan Dawson quote that Kim's brought up, do I read into that because of the heavy hits that you've taken in defence, injury-wise, and the loss of players there, that you do have to work a little harder defensively to cover that group now? Uh, no, I'd say Dawson would be saying that um, regardless of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we, we got scored a bit from stoppages last year, but in mm-hmm. terms of transition, we, we might have been a top 16 Um you know, in, in defence, fifth or sixth best, I think we were. And look, at the end of the season, we're middle of the road. I think we were ninth and and uh, one kick away or stopping one goal to being in the top eight in defence. So it's not as if we're poor in defence. But you have um, taken so hits there over in recent times, particularly with, with injury and defections. So it just looks like the narrative is, if there's a question mark about Adelaide, is how you're going to hold up in defence this year. Oh, that's, that's fair enough, but I'm saying as a coach, Roosh, that no, mm. we want to get better regardless if those players are still here or they'll fit. Mm. So I'll just make that point point clear. But yeah, we, we do. We we know that um, like any defensive group um, at times can only be as good as what's happening through the midfield. Our opposition getting out too easy from stoppage yep. or even even when we go inside 50 and the forwards don't want to defend and that ball's coming out quickly, it's... It's not easy being a defender at that point in time. So we, we've got to make sure that we're all connected in defence. And you know, we talk about us being the number one offensive team. Everyone goes straight to our forwards. Well, that's not true either that it's our forwards. I know we have talent there, but um, we certainly improved from stoppages the last half of the year. We were, I think we were fifth best team from clearance diff. And, mm. and you would have seen on the weekend, if you watch this, when Miller comes back into that team, mm. he, he just straightens up and goes hard. When you have Miller, Hinge and Smith off half-back, they help you be a very good offensive team as well when they get the ball in their hands. So, yeah, offence, we, we need midfielders and defenders to play well, and defence, we've got to make sure our, our forwards and mids are, are competing as well as we possibly can and slowing up opposition or at least delaying them so we can get yeah. set as a team. You certainly look quick on the weekend. Hey, did you have time to have a little look at Harley Reid? What was your thoughts on the youngster? No, I thought he worked into the game nicely. Um, yeah, I, I thought his second half was quite good. He... He's a big kid. He's, he's mm. going to be big at 23, 24. Um, mm. So, you know, he just looks like one of those those players that will be strong over the ball. And um, they all need time still. Well, as I said, we don't want to rush. We spoke about Curtin earlier. They they do need a little bit of time. But uh, at, uh, at 23 and 24, he's going to be a pretty big specimen. Now, Scotty, I'm not sure if this is a conundrum for the coaching staff or not, but the Gold Coast play Richmond this weekend. Uh, what do you do? Do you put the boys in cotton wool or do they have another competitive hit out? Oh, we won't train on the weekend, but we'll, we'll go. We'll, we'll have a really good hit out um, on Friday, um, even on Wednesday this week. Um, yeah. We'll still get a fair bit of run into our legs, but uh, we'll 
Probably go into, just trying to think our major session next week, Tuesday and Thursday next week will be reasonably solid. I mean, Darren Burgess will take control of that, but uh, there's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to take your, your foot off the accelerator. We've got to make sure we're still trying hard and still certainly competing around contested ball because they are a very good contested team when they get it right. So um, that's one area that they uh, they got us in that last half up at, the, uh, up at Darwin last year. So does that mean there'll be a stack of competitive work? Oh, we'll do that. Yeah. yeah, we'll do. There'll be many handball games. There'll be tackling that, that won't be for long, a long period of time. But the boys need that little bit of a hit before they uh, before they go into that round one game. Scott, you note the trends of the game. Is it getting quicker? Is that the theme of twenty twenty four? We're going to see faster football. Oh, well, I think that was already there. Um, you know, in a way, when you look at the way that Richmond applied with those three premierships, and mm. and we probably look at the Hawthorne team from you know that. Were they 13, 14, 15? The Hawthorne team was certainly a very good kicking team, but they, they went reasonably direct. But I think Richmond took it to another level. Uh, Melbourne maybe may copied that a little bit to, to a point where they they went more along down the line and went a little bit quicker when they when they needed to. There's no doubt that um, last year Collingwood went went quick, but they certainly had modes too when they could uh, control it, kick mark and slow it down. Um, it it depends. I mean, you don't want that tennis game that's that's yeah, thirty rallies, yeah, and you yeah. just at the end you yeah. you're holding your shorts. You can't get going. Yeah. You've got to be smart. You want to, you want to take the opportunities when they there when they're there, and uh, when they're not, just uh, control the football until you can find that opportunity to um, pierce off by defence again. Well, speaking of control, you played with instinct, and there's a memorable moment with you and Michael Voss. How does the player or Scott Burns in 2024 deal with what is clearly now being a game where you might have to think twice about how you enter a contest. You'd get life. <laughs> yeah. I, I reckon the hardest one for me now would, would be the sling tackle, where, mm. where we just you go with that, oh, that. That's a hard one because you you go at them hard. You, we were always told, get the player to ground yep. um, so they can't get up again. I think mm. the bumping one's reasonably simple. I, I, there's there's going to be times when you go in hard towards a contest and then that player turns his head last mm. minute and you can't really do too much. I Hopefully they're still smart enough to understand the difference between that and the difference between a player deliberately going hard and uh, you know jumping off the ground and, and, and making head contact. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think that the sling tackles are one. You know, even last year it was a bit hard. Some boys aren't prepared to take players to ground now. What it looks like anyway, for fear that they uh, they might get a week or two. Exactly. Any correspondence from the AFL in terms of players milking those free kicks from the sling tackles? We saw players tapping their head yeah. into the ground. Yeah, there, there was a little bit in the um, in the off season, um, but I Good. I think the main one for me is if you are getting tackled and you do have an arm free, you've you've certainly got a responsibility to break yep. the fall with that arm. You, you can't just go limp. So um, if I've got you pinned with one arm and we go to ground and then you just flop, well, no, there's a fair bit of onus on the on the um, mm. oh, on the ball carrier. You've got responsibility to to, um, to break your fall. That's good news. That is really good news to hear. Hard enough gig for the umpires without players doing yeah. that. A hey, stack of texts coming through while we got you, Scotty. Uh, thanks to Montine Hyundai. I'll try and paraphrase a lot of them. Uh, basically, uh, what positions are not locked in? Uh, there's been texts here about the wings, obviously the change to the forward setup, which we spoke about. How are your wings looking? Are you settled? Yeah, pretty settled. I mean, uh, Chase Jones, fifth in our best and fairest before he got injured last year, so he, he certainly got one down pat, and Charlie's been terrific. Um, but then we've, you know, we've we've only got uh, Saligo back for half a game, who who bounced around everywhere on the weekend. If you saw that second half, he certainly looked lively with his with his quick feet. So there's, um, I think most of them are, uh, most of them are locked in, but we certainly need some discussions. Um, 
as a group, as a match committee, probably later in the week um, about which direction we may be headed. Another text about the midfield. Is it basically Laird, Crouch and Dawson with Saligo, Rochelle Rankin and Pedler running through there? Or has this person uh, missed this one that's from Matt? Well, there's Barry. Barry was through oh, Barry, on the weekend yep, as well. Yep, I don't sorry. think they said that. So, yeah, we've got some options in there now too, which is, you know, most teams will generally have those four more inside mids. Um, and the way Barry stepped up on the weekend, it, it was really pleasing because he, he played some terrific football in 2022. Mm. Um, didn't quite get the opportunities last year, but he, he's a point of difference. He's got a little bit more speed and power and certainly strong over the ball and um, you know, when like twelve months ago when we were playing against ourselves, if he was in the um say the second team or the probables team, he made them so much better with his ability to close down space and tackle and hit against mm. um against against the A grade mids. And is it fair to say he's developed the Joel Selwood shoulder shrug? No, I thought there were some teams um, tackling a little bit too high on the weekend. Yeah. That's what I thought. Kim, did you think different? Or no? Oh, no, I think he's developed it well. He certainly copped a couple high. Although I thought he's got the act, uh, the knack of dropping the shoulders. We'll wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it went with those boys. Well, his his strength is attacking the ball hard and low. Mm. So, uh, look, I honestly don't know how to teach or educate our players how to tackle a bloke when they're hitting so hard and low and they've got momentum through. You've nearly got to let them slide past you and come under their waist. Um mm. But he does that well, and it, it should never change. We, you know, you spoke about protecting yourself in tackles with the sling tackles before. But if you're prepared to go at that football hard and go down low and drive your legs, if you get hit around the head, you deserve the free kick. Scott, naturally, Adelaide will be ambitious. It's time to play finals. If you look at the way in which the rebuild has been done, but is this going to be the toughest race we've seen, perhaps in more than twenty years, to get to the eight? It seems like that, isn't it? Because mm. I mean, everyone you talk to, you, they'll, they'll give you uh, their eight, and then they go nine, and then they go ten, and yes. they go eleven, and yeah. you go and hang on, you forgot about twelve, thirteen, fourteen. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like even even with us, for for us to get, if you look at the the home and away season last year, the latter, to, for us to get to ninth, we have to be better than the Dogs and yeah. Richmond, Geelong, and Fremantle and Gold Coast. So that's not even talking about the eight. So. Uh, yeah. You know, it's it is it's and this is the competition that the AFL have always strived to have, and yep. and, and it's good for everyone, isn't it? Where it's even, yep. it's it's competitive, and um, you know, you just don't want that. Um, you know, most teams will say they don't want those niggles to you know four of the top eight players that that are you know all of them get four or five week injuries. You don't want long term injuries to your better players, and you got to be managed to survive when when things aren't um, aren't going your way during the season. So it's going to be a it's going to be an even season. It's it's going to be tough. There's going to be no easy games, but um, you know we we believe we're in a reasonable position to to really attack it come round one. Scotty, we could cheer your ear off forever, uh, but we'll let you go. We really appreciate your time and uh, all the best for Saturday week. No worries, thanks, lads. Uh, now, what's on the menu tonight? Thanks to Four and Twenty Pies, Australia's original fan food. Sports Day's next with Jared Healy and Kane Corns, and then Roots. What's happening at six pm on Sports Day SA? The Messiah returns. Malcolm Blight is back. We're you David. Want to Willey. hear him too tonight? Oh, the human headline. Good on you, Blighty. Then at seven pm, our good friend, the Macca's run with Brett Phillips. That's what's on the menu tonight for Four and Twenty Pies. The classic taste of one hundred percent Australian meat in delicious gravy. Wrapped in golden pastry. Sounds all right. All right, we'll be back again to do it again tomorrow. Roach, been a good show. Thank you. Good night, everyone, and stay safe. That was another edition of The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roach.
If you missed any of the show, just search Kimbo and the Rooch on the SEN app or wherever you find your podcasts.